Kevin Sam. You're listening to the Heads and Tails Podcast. We share stories of perseverance and inspiration in sports and in life. Welcome back to the Heads and Tails Podcast. Uh, although this week I don't have a special guest for you, I am going to give a, a book review of Tim Tebow's new book, Shaken, which is about discovering your true identity in the midst of life's storms. I was lucky enough to get a advanced copy of this book, and I think that it'll be a great resource for our listeners to help them overcome whatever obstacle or injury or illness or whatever might be going on in their life uh, to, to help them get through that. So let me just preface this episode with the fact that I'm a huge Tim Tebow fan, and I've always been a big Tim Tebow fan ever since in 2008 when uh, him and the Florida Gators lost to Old Miss, um, but they eventually went on to win the rest of their games, including the SEC Championship game over, uh, at the time, top-ranked Alabama and the national championship against Sam Bradford's Oklahoma Sooners team. Uh, and I don't know if you guys remember this part, but uh, he, he had this pretty famous speech uh, to the media after that game, and uh, it's called The Promise. And if you want to go over to the show notes for this episode, I, I posted that video. And I remember him getting a lot of flack for you know crying on the field and this and that, everyone calling him a crybaby. But I remember thinking at the time, you know, like if everyone cared as much as he did, the fact to the point where you know he cried after the game. I feel like you would never lose, and I always respected him as opposed to, you know, thought less of him for, for that. And also during this time, this is when I was probably at my lowest point, you know, ever after my traumatic brain injury that I suffered in my senior year of high school, which was in the fall of 2007. So, you know, fast forward to the fall of 2008, which is the first time where I couldn't play football anymore. Um, I was at in college for the first time on my own trying to figure things out. You know, and, and just missing the sport and having had some girlfriend issues at the time. So I was really insecure about who I was. Like, I'm not a football player anymore. I'm not an athlete. And I, I didn't, I wasn't confident in myself anymore. And it was a point where I really struggled. So I always looked up to Tim Tebow and, and his success, you know, during this time. And it kind of helped bring me up. Uh, I also read his first book, Through My Eyes, which is a, it's much different from this one. That one was more of a autobiography, kind of taking us through his early childhood and life and talking about different sports that he played in high school and the successes that he had, you know, getting his Heisman Trophy and winning a national championship and ultimately, you know, you know, getting drafted by the Denver Broncos. Uh, I also would watch the documentary um, called Everything in Between that's on uh, Tim Tebow. Uh, I watched it probably a hundred times and it, it really, the documentary takes you through the process of really his last game as a senior. And then it takes us through, you know, training for the combine and getting ready for the NFL and then ultimately getting drafted by the Denver Broncos. And I remember, I mean, I don't even know why I was so drawn to it, obviously, cause I was a big fan of it, but I just loved his work ethic, his discipline. And, you know, when people were, doubting him all along the way like you know NFL analysts and stuff saying that he doesn't throw right or he's too too you know he, he doesn't have what it takes to be a, an elite NFL quarterback you know he would prove him wrong every time and then he gets you know drafted in the first round and you know he's inspiring people all, all along the way so I found you know that as a motivator I remember sitting in my college you know room uh, in the apartment that we that we lived in and Whenever I would be starting to doubt myself or feel like I just needed a little boost in energy or confidence and something, I would just throw that video in and uh, I'd be 
be on my way. And I, I did eventually turn my academic career around and stuff at, at Rutgers. And I, I think largely to do with looking up to Tim Tebow uh, as, a, as a role model in terms of his, uh, his work ethic. Um, I also had the opportunity to intern for the New York Jets at the same year that Tim Tebow was there. And that was kind of a connecting the dots moment for me too. You know, when I really struggle with my identity and who I am and, you know, to have that opportunity to meet someone, you know, in person that I looked up to for so long, it was a pretty cool experience. And that was actually at the, the lowest of his lows. And I was on my way to kind of getting out of my low at that point in time. So, you know, that was a, a cool experience. And, and in his new book, Shaken, he talks about his time with the Jets and he's actually very vulnerable about that, uh, that time in his life. And it, it makes it, makes it more relatable. Um, I'll also say that I am Catholic, but I am not religious in, in the sense that I don't go to church every Sunday. I go to church on uh, Christmas Eve, you know, to mostly for my grandmother, not for myself. And it's not because I don't believe in a God or I don't believe in the religion or whatever. It's just more so that I just don't get it. Like it, it doesn't, I don't have a connection. I don't, I just don't understand it. Uh, so therefore I don't, it's not that I don't respect the fact that people, you know, do find uh, comfort in, in religion. It just some, for some reason, it just never clicked with me. And other books that I've read in the past, like Drew Brees' book and uh, Josh Hamilton, guys who have overcome injuries and addictions and stuff like that, they always say that, you know, religion and, and God, when they found God, that was really what, what turned their, their life around and, you know, kind of kept them on the, the straight and narrow path. And although, like, I, I'm like, oh, that's cool that it worked for them, but for, I just was never able to connect the dots to make it work for me. And to be honest, when I read this book, Tim really lays it out, you know, in an easy way to figure out, like, how he uses religion to get through different you know, life's obstacles. And he gives examples of other people's stories that he's come across that, that kind of drive points home and to make it more relatable to people who, like me, aren't very religious, although I do believe that there is something out there, and I'll, I'll get to that later. The other thing I'd like to say is that I was, as a kid, I always struggled with reading. Uh, it, it never came easy to me. I had a hard time comprehending, but for me, this this book was a very easy read. I'm sure it has something to do with my interest level in it. I, you know, Obviously, I'm pretty interested in the topic and the person, so that helps. Uh, it's a quick read. It's about 224 pages, and it's going to be for sale on October 25th, 2016, I'm assuming in the Christian Living section. But this book, I really enjoyed it. It goes behind the scenes, and, and talks, he talks about you know the T-bowing phenomenon and his decision not to... Uh, play tight end and change, you know, from being a quarterback. He talks about some other injuries that he had that I didn't really know about and, you know, some feelings that he had and just stuff that you don't get to hear from the media. And you feel like you're you're talking to him, you know, throughout the whole book. And I think that's – it's kind of a, a cool perspective. So I'm not going to go through, you know, the entire book chapter by chapter. I'm basically going to give my top three likes and my top three learning points from the book and how I think – our audience here at Heads and Tails can, you know, use this book as a resource to help them get through whatever, you know, they might be dealing with. All right, so top three likes. Number one would be Tim's vulnerability during this book, and that comes in a, a bunch of different ways. So his vulnerability in that he, he kind of shows that he's not perfect. He says that he sometimes he questions, you know, 
God and what what his plan is. And he talks about some instances when he was growing up when like he wasn't, you know, he was not humble and he was being arrogant and stuff like that. And it just really goes to show that like this guy's a person too. Like he's not perfect. And he, he, there's multiple instances throughout this book where he proves that and it, it makes it more relatable to a reader who, you know, didn't win a Heisman trophy and didn't win a national championship and, you know, isn't all over the news and TV shows and stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. I also like that there was explanations about, you know, certain religious topics. So I, what I forgot to say was this book is he way heavier on the religion than his first book. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, especially I, I, like I said, I'm not very religious, but what I will say is, um, it, it's definitely heavier on the religion, but I didn't feel like I was having the Bible like shoved down my throat while I was reading it. It was kind of subtle in a way. So basically he would, you know, have a, a point that he thought, you know, would help people overcome whatever obstacle it might be. And he would give it his own personal example or an example of someone else that he's come across in his life um, and how they, they got over whatever it might have been. And then, like I said before, I like the um, re relatability of it in terms of like, you know, he questions God too. It's not like he's born with this, you know, view on God and like God is, I don't know, some people call him like God, like when he was in, in his heyday with the Broncos and winning those fourth quarter, winning those, all those close games in the fourth quarter. Um, I just felt like it was, it was very real and I, I like that. So my top three learning points of this book would be the value in finding an identity in God because everything else, you know, is, is really temporary. So one of the quotes that he said in here was, you know, what do you do when something that you has defined you your entire life is gone? And that's something that I was, you know, struck a chord with me because that's exactly what happened to me. You know, I played football for 10 years of my life. And when I, I woke up that morning, you know, in October of 2007, I didn't think that that was going to be my last game. I thought I was going to play in college. And I had, you know, these other dreams that, you know, didn't happen. You know, I never stepped foot on a football field again after that game. So... You know, that was something that, but all my identity was, was in football and was in being an athlete. So when that was gone, I was super insecure about, you know, well, do people still like me because I'm not, you know, I'm not playing sports anymore. And like, I didn't have anything to validate, you know, my ego or my existence, I guess, every week like I did when I was playing sports. Uh, so kind of what I learned from that, or at least in terms of having your identity in God, which is something that I never really understood until I read this book is basically if you so if I was playing football and instead of like scoring a touchdown or making a, a play you know and thinking of myself I'm like yeah like all my hard work and stuff like I did that you know and you put it in terms of you know you did that for God or you you did that because God gave you the abilities and the talents to play well at football and to be a good athlete and to be a good role model and all that stuff you know he he gave you those abilities, so therefore, you know, you have to do, uh, like, so playing football or playing in a game, you're doing that for him. You're not doing that for anyone else. And, I, I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, you know, the girls be sitting in the stands. You, obviously, you want to play good because you're trying to impress the girls. You're trying to impress your coach. You're trying to impress your teammates and yourself. You're trying to prove it to yourself that you're better than, you know, whoever or whatever. So that was an interesting take, and I think that's something that, would be of value to for someone to read this book it was to to learn 
you know, that aspect and to kind of hear from other people and other examples. And I think it's, it's a good thing. Uh, the other thing is to find courage and take a stand for something that just take a stand for something, just anything in general, it, just for like an example. I don't know. So you're in high school and maybe that kid that people make fun of, you know, or don't sit with at the lunch table. Maybe one day you go over there and you eat lunch with that kid or you go out of your way to ask them how their day is going or, you know, just be nice to someone. And uh, it, I think in, in this book, it kind of tells you like, if you're at this low point, you know, it takes resilience. Like, there's this one quote, I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but there's this one quote in the, the uh, music video for the, the Boys of Fall, and one of the coaches is by Kenny Chesney, the song is, and one of the coaches says, it's easy to be a leader, to be excited, to be first in line when things are going great. But the test is when you battle through tough times, you know, where do you, where do you stand? Like, it's easy to go talk to that kid or sit at the table when you're the most popular kid in school and you just scored six touchdowns the week before. But what happens when, you know, you're not? You know, like, when I couldn't play football anymore, I wasn't the guy. No one was, you know, newspapers don't you know, ask you questions after the games and stuff like that. So it takes resiliency to do those extra efforts and to try to take courage and stand up for someone you know, when, when you're not at your highest. So I thought that was pretty cool too. And something that he also says in, in, in those lines is that along the way, when you're at that low point and you are trying to go out of your way to make a difference and to help people and help others in your life, that you're in a way healing yourself. And that that's also a time where God kind of, you know, gives you purpose and meaning for whatever may have happened to you in the past. Um, because it's not going to happen if you're just sitting on the couch playing video games or waiting for God to, you know, send you a text message because that's never going to happen. Uh, the last learning point that I liked was um, fighting the urge to compare yourself to other people. So he, he gives the example of when he was with the Patriots. Uh, he was obviously playing with Tom Brady, who's, you know, arguably one of the best quarterbacks that ever lived. So he said when he first got there, but obviously they're two very different quarterbacks. You know, you got the the pocket style passer in Tom Brady, and then you have kind of the running quarterback uh, on the run uh, quarterback in Tim Tebow. So, you know, when if Tim Tebow's trying to be Tom Brady, obviously he's not going to be doing very well. So he said he, he talks about that in the book. He also talks about social media highlight reels. Like it's easy to compare yourself to other people when you're looking at Instagram all the time and people are on vacations or getting this award or that award. They're doing this and that. You know, people only post their highlights. They're not going to post the bad things that, that happen in their life. So don't, you know, he gives tips on stuff on how to kind of avoid getting wrapped up in all that social media hype. And at the end of the day, just be the best you that you could possibly be. You know, that's that's all that you have control of. And, you know, worrying about what other people are doing is going to, you know, not be helpful for your cause or if you're trying to get, overcome whatever kind of obstacle. It's, it's not going to be productive at all. Probably my favorite quote, this is what I'm going to end on here. My favorite quote of the whole book in terms of just the power of, you know, the, the thought that it provoked in my head is think about what would be if there was no God. Instead of there being purpose in the pain, pain is meaningless. So whether you believe in a God or not, if you go through life thinking that, you know, you know, whatever, you got hurt, or you hurt your knee, or like me, I hurt my head, or, you know, your mom dies, your dad dies, whatever happens, you know, that's traumatic in your life, if you go around thinking that there's no meaning in that, so there's no purpose or no greater purpose, 
you know, you're going to be miserable your whole life. But if you truly believe deep down that, you know, everything does happen for a reason, I know it's hard. I've been there. People have told me that, you know, when I first got hurt, like, oh, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And you don't believe them at first. But if you go around thinking like, oh, woe is me, you know, and it didn't happen for a reason, then you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. So if you go around, if you truly believe that it did happen for a reason, I'll tell you, it did. Like, I'm not a religious person, but when I look back and think, you know, well, what if I did play college football, and what if I didn't get hurt, and what if this, and what if that? Like, I don't I don't wish my life was any different. Like, I am where I am today because of what happened to me, and I'm able to influence a lot more people because of my head injury than I ever would have if I never got hurt. And, you know, I get to meet really cool people, you know, with this podcast, and it gives me some validity to to what I'm talking about just because of what, what I went through. So just trust me on this and trust, you know, Tim Tebow, uh, that it does happen for a reason. And I think that if you go out and you, you read his book, I think you'll be inspired and maybe you won't, you know, go to church. And he even says in the book, he's like, I, I'm not expecting you to go, you know, join a Bible group and to start, you know, reading the Bible. And he's realistic in, in that mindset. But I think you could still take a lot of information and a lot of ideas out of this book and relate it to your own life to make a difference in your life and in the lives of other people. And I think that's where you're going to you find the most most meaning in your life. So just to close, I'm going to give you a little update on what Heads and Tails is, is up to in the next couple of weeks. So uh, next week I'm, I'm going to post the interview that I just did with Mason Robinson. He was a, a running back at Rutgers, suffer, suffered a, a couple ACL injuries, and he actually made his way to the NFL despite you know a lot of setbacks that he had and a lot of doubters. He proved a lot of doubters wrong by doing that. One of my favorite interviews to date for sure, so I think that's a, a one to keep on your radar. And then also on the 16th of October 2016, I'm going to be posting uh, the Eric LeGrant interview that I did a couple months back, and that would mark the, the six-year anniversary of his injury against uh, West Point when he uh, became paralyzed, and he's, he's a huge inspiration, and I think that's another uh, must-listen-to episode. And hopefully by that point, we'll have the Heads and Tails University podcast up and running, and then I can launch the the episodes from our Mind of the Athlete Sports Psychologist, and I think that'll be a great informative session for all of our listeners. Thanks for your continued support over the last year or so, and I think that this Tim Tebow book, Shaken, is going to be a, a great addition to your bookcase, and uh, go over to headsandtails.org backslash podcast to find all the show notes on this episode and videos and other stuff that I found inspirational from Tim Tebow, and I hope that you can find strength in his story like I have.